Welcome to another episode of Off Air with Carmen. This week's episode is really special to me. I get to introduce you to my mom, who I affectionately call Mohair. You'll hear how she got that name. Not unlike a lot of folks, I grew up with a single mom and low-income housing. I remember my mom working two jobs just to keep mac and cheese on the table. We may not have had a lot, but I wouldn't trade the way I was raised for anything. My mom taught me about perseverance, how to be resourceful, and how to laugh through any circumstance. She's never taken herself too seriously, and that is a gift she has for sure passed on to me. My mom is Southern through and through, and she's also hysterical. She keeps us laughing all the time, and she's known for saying the quiet parts out loud. In our sit down, you'll hear about the time I got in the most trouble in high school, her MS diagnosis, and when I told her I was pregnant. We share some really personal moments. You'll also hear her sipping her iced coffee and hitting the mic a few times. I love my mom so much, and I'm really eager to share her with you. Here's my conversation with Mohair. Okay. Oh, goodness. Okay. This is... um, this is different as far as having my mom on off air with Carmen. And I actually have to give credit to Haley because Haley was looking ahead and she goes, Mom, for your birthday week, you should, you know, we should do something special for your birthday. Absolutely. And so I was thinking, gosh, who could I have for my birthday week? And you immediately came to mind. And I thought, well, who else other than the woman who's known me the longest in my life? So my birthday's on Thursday. So you asked your favorite mama here. I did, my favorite mama. <laughs> and I'm here with my favorite daughter. Yes, and so I'm going to be 49 on Thursday, and I thought to celebrate my birthday week, I would have mohair, and we're going to tell that story yeah. in just a couple of minutes, but I'd have Good. my mohair on. So welcome to my office, and welcome to my podcast. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yes. I feel so honored. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yes, I'm here to celebrate my favorite girl, mm. and uh, I got my brows on. Yeah, I got my teeth in. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I am ready. <laughs> you look great. I, you. That's a new shirt too. It is. I you, bought it just for this. Did you did just I for did, this? Because you like the buffalo. Tech. I do. I love buffalo. And tech. I thought well, I, I'll get Carmen's approval. Yeah, it looks great. It looks really Thank good. You. So Abby drove you down. She did. And She's how was that? Great chauffeur. Yeah. She stopped and got me Dunkin' do- um, coffee. Yeah. And we got uh, an egg sandwich. Okay, so but you've got... A- I wrote notes. So you I made notes. I did, I, so I wouldn't forget. Okay. And then I was trying to read them earlier. Yeah. I can't even read my You can't writing. read your notes? I can't read my writing. My writing is so bad. But anyway, yes, I was saying so that... So what did you write down? I wrote it, Carmen's birthday, mm-hmm. February 27th, mm-hmm. 71. She weighed seven pounds. Did okay. you know this? Yeah. Seven pounds, five ounces, 21 inches. And I was born at 9.49 a.m. Right. I, I do remember that. that. Yep. Okay. Yep. And did I ever tell you how, how your name came about? I know that I'm named after my grandfather, Carmi. Yeah. After my daddy. Yeah. Yeah, his name was Carmi, C-A-R-M-I-E. Mm-hmm. And I don't ask me where that name came from. I have yeah. no idea. Carmi Houston. And so I wanted to, um, and this tell you how dumb I was. <laughs> I didn't 
didn't even realize that Carmen was a Spanish name. I know. I but anyway. that on air. You did not know it was a Hispanic name. So you, no. But how did you hear it? So you wanted to name me after Papa Jack. That's what we called him. Right. Here's because, the thing. I'm named after... I'm named after Carmi Houston, but we called him Jack. Because he hated the name Carmi. Hmm. So he he started calling himself Jack, and, and everybody else called him Jack. Okay. But I wanted you named after him, after my daddy. Yeah. But anyway, it was Carmen. I was taking Carmen from Carmi. Did you hear the name Carmen? You had to have heard it somewhere. I guess I did. I yeah. just don't remember. But you didn't know it was his But minute. then uh, your middle name, Lee Ann. Mm-hmm. I was a majorette in high school, mm-hmm. and I went to majorette camp mm-hmm. at uh, the university one week, and there was a girl there, and her name was Leanne, and okay. I just loved her name and loved her. I thought she was just great and gorgeous. But anyway, and Lee happens to be a family name on my mother's side. Her her mother was a Lee. Okay. Anne is my middle name. Yeah. And I wanted to use my middle name, but I love the name together, so I, I, that's when I came up with Carmen Leanne. Okay. Now, I knew about the family name Lee and your middle name Anne, but I did not know about the majorette. Oh, yeah. Huh. Her First time I'd ever heard anybody named Leanne. Okay. And she was just gorgeous, gorgeous. So how did you find out you were pregnant with me? Do you remember? Oh, you made me sick. Oh. I was <laughs> I had the morning. Sorry, that yeah, didn't come no, out right. That's okay. But I had the morning sickness. Yeah. I'm awful. Yeah. Oh yeah. We uh, lived in a trailer mm-hmm. and uh, had a gas stove, mm-hmm. and the smell of that just made, made me, you sick. Oh my gosh! I remember I had morning sickness so bad, huh. so so bad. And uh, Kenneth would say, I, "Come." cook me some breakfast and I said I can't Mm. I'll just be throwing up all over the place Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway I I couldn't cook so what are some of your other notes you have I'm very interested in this well I um if you can read them uh these I think I can okay um when I was nine months pregnant with you yeah of course I was big as a hippo I mean, huge. But anyway, I used to play the piano. <laughs> well, I, I should say big as a pig because yeah, you snort I like do one. snort, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I played the piano uh-huh. at church. Uh-huh. But I can remember um, at White Scap. You remember White yeah, Scap? Mm-hmm. You remember the graveyard? Yep. From Ter- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> since I was the pianist, uh-huh. um. Somebody in the community had passed away, and they needed a pianist. Okay. I guess the family didn't know anybody. Anyway, I was playing for this funeral. I didn't know them, but mm-hmm. I went and played. Okay. Do you remember Papa Dean? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Kenneth's granddaddy, mm-hmm. your daddy's yeah. Mama, grand- Mama Brown's dad. Yeah. Anyway, um, Papa, after the service, we were going to go to the cemetery plot. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the southern way to do things. Yeah. And, you remember the uh, cemetery, how it was kind of uphill? Yeah. Well, I remember I, Paul Paul Dean was, me and him, well, when I first met him, I just clicked with him. He was just the sweetest thing. But um, I was guiding him up the uh, cemetery. We were walking together, arm in arm. Mm-hmm. Well, he walked with a cane because he was f- kind of feeble. Mm-hmm. And your Aunt Evelyn, you remember her? Yeah. She looked and she said, would y'all just look at that? Here's the blind leading the blind. <laughs> me big as a hippo, Papa Dean on his cane. <laughs> she was making fun of me walking up the hill to the graveside. Yeah. Anyway, and I wanted to tell you, too, uh-huh. did I ever tell you about when you were born, hmm. that they first told me you were a boy? No. 
you were born. And the nurse said, oh, it's a little boy. And the doctor said, nurse, you better look again. Oh, wow. And she says, oh, I'm sorry. It's a little girl. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yep, 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 yep. Okay. So anyway, and while I was pregnant, you know, this probably is my fault. That you, um, hmm. When you were carrying Haley, mm-hmm. you ate hot dogs, right? Yes. And see, I did too when yeah. I was carrying you. I ate a hot, hot dog yeah. every day. Hot dog and Butterfinger. Well, I ate a hot dog and lemon icebox pie because mm. we were renting a little house behind the rocket. Mm-hmm. And I would walk down. It's a little drive-in. You remember the mm-hmm. rocket drive-in? I do, yeah. Okay, I've got some notes here. Oh, okay. Can we tell some stories and we'll come back to your notes? Do you have more there that you want to tell, though? Oh, I've got lots. Okay, well, we'll pause on those for okay. one minute. Then we're going to come back. So we're going to talk about the fact that your name Mohair. Right. And how we got that name. <laughs> it's kind of morphed over the years. Yeah, so when I was in 10th grade, <clears throat> I took typing in 10th grade with Miss Cheney. And you you typed your whole life because you I were did. a secretary, administrative assistant, had that job many times. So you could fly. Like, I don't know how much words per minute, how fast fast is. I think at that time I was doing like 90 words a minute. Oh, wow. So they had us write a letter to someone. I said, okay, I'm going to write a letter to my mom because she types. She'll love this because you wanted me to learn how to type. I think Mm -hmm. it's called keyboarding now. And so (laughs) I remember coming home. I was so excited to type this first letter um, to you. Came home. You opened up the letter and you're like, who's mohair? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so I had typed dear M-O-H-E-R. And I forgot the T. So that just, we just started calling you mohair. And then somewhere not too long after that, you went and got your hair cut. And it was oh. the, the cut where it's like kind of poofy in the front, but super short in the back. I looked like a guy from the back. I you did. So, so you short. Did. Oh yeah. my gosh. And so I remember you walking in and Ashley goes, Ashley, my younger brother, he goes, he goes, mohair ain't got no hair. <laughs> so we started saying mohair with no hair. And then Jerry made fun of him. Yeah. Remember him saying? Yes. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So Ashley said mohair with no hair. And then that just kind of morphed into, and then we re- we spelled it differently, like M-O-H-A-I-R. So that is how mohair, that's how mohair came about. So I've got some things that I want to ask you about. So I'm going to just, I'm going to name or say a phrase, mm-hmm. and then I just want you to speak on it. Mm. Okay. So when I say um, MacGyver, Murder, She Wrote, and Matlock, <laughs> we used to tease you about this that, all the time. That was the shows that I watched. Your three M's. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So talk about MacGyver. MacGyver. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, he could break out of jail with chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> Matlock. Oh, he was... Uh, a silver-haired fox and won every case <laughs> mm-hmm. that he was in court. You know, yeah. he was just so good. Yeah, and so. then murder she wrote. Oh, Fletcher, Miss mm-hmm. Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she she could solve a murder too. She she got those clues about everything. Yeah. yeah. Do you still watch them? I do. You do still They're, watch them? Not MacGyver anymore. Okay. They don't have that. Yeah. On rerun, but they do have Matlock on rerun yeah. and murder she wrote. Okay. Before we get away from television where do you think your fascination with murder documentaries came how do you i mean you love some murder documentaries i do and i still watch them Mm -hmm. did i tell you that no you don't have to tell me i know you i i see you i I still watch them (laughs) every day every day every day well, do you just do you think you missed your calling should you be should you have been like a private investigator either that or or an attorney yeah 
But yeah, inv- uh, yeah, because I love clues. <laughs> do you like to find clues? I do. I okay. like to figure things out before they actually happen. Yeah, and I can almost tell you who uh, it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. And I I got that from. Uh, my mother, I guess. Oh, Meemaw, yeah. She liked it. Well, I can remember during spring break, that's how I sp- <laughs> yeah. spent my spring breaks Poor was baby. watching trials. Like, <laughs> well, not on television. what? At the courthouse. <laughs> exactly. I would go with her to the exactly. courthouse. Exactly. That was her entertainment. Yeah. She'd go in and listen in on uh, murder trials or whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it you do be- love, and you will watch real trials. Like, you watched the OJ trial. Oh, my you gosh. You watched Casey Anthony. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story about Casey Anthony. Oh my God! So this is when Abby was playing uh, tournament ball, basketball, um, AAU basketball. Right. We're over in Orlando at a tournament. Right. Spending the night. We'd been there all day Saturday. Spending the night. We're going to do be there all day Sunday. And it was back when the Casey Anthony trial was happening. And I was telling you about you it. You were telling me about it. So we get in bed. I have taken off my makeup. <laughs> I have got on my jammies. The bra is off. Like we are literally in, in the bed. bed. You're in one bed. I'm in the other. Abby's with the team. Pete's coaching. They're all with the team. This is what I hear you say. You know that house isn't far from here. <laughs> Actually, here's the thing. You didn't tell me the house. You told me the address. Like you had the address exactly. to exactly. where she was. And you're like, you know that house isn't far from here. I'm like, what? It's not that far from here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dear Lord, because I knew right away what you were asking. And sure enough, we get up at, it was probably 11 at this point. I 10, 30, 11. By. She just wanted to ride by. So <laughs> here we are. We're on the Kissimmee side of Orlando. And if you're not familiar with Orlando, there's the Disney side. This is clear across Orlando, like a 45, 50 minutes away. And here we are in our jammies. I might have put a robe on. I don't know. But, you know, the the the, the thing kicks in where it's like, She's home. She's watching this. It's the least, if she wants to go ride past the house, it's the least you can do. And so we, I loaded you line. up. There was, that's the thing. It was like a we per- head over there. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm not thinking anything of this until we turn the corner and there is a line. Of this cars. is 1130 midnight. Exactly. A line on a Saturday night. And a, a police car. And a police officer <laughs> to kind of keep people moving. And I'm like, Lord have mercy. This is Virginia McCurley all over again, exactly. which is your mother. Exactly. So that is that is that is a that is a funny story. That's a funny story. Yep. Um, okay. A couple other things. When I say the Royals. Oh my gosh. Talk about the Royals. Well, you know, uh, uh, grandmother of the queen mm-hmm. has uh, asked them to come back. She has? That there's, well, only for this big ceremony, ceremony okay. type thing they're having. Okay. March the 9th. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you even know the time. <laughs> March the 9th. Yeah, it's when they're having this big celebration thing, and, and she has invited them to come back and, and participate. In Harry that, and... And Megan. Uh-huh. Yeah, have they said yes? Do you know? They haven't heard, I haven't heard that part yet, okay. but it's March the 9th. I would think surely they would. They'd go back. I would hope. If for those of you listening who may not know, my mom loves the Royals. Oh, my gosh, yes. When Will and Kate got married, she ordered cupcakes. That's one of your infamous stories. You literally ordered cupcakes from DC Cupcakes. Yep, yep. And we ate cupcakes. We ate on... You ordered a lot because we ended up putting them in the freezer. I think I got for the, two dozen. Yeah. I got you a dozen, me a dozen. Yeah, for the wedding. Back when William <laughs> and Kate got married. Exactly. So you love the royals. I want to bring up a story 
from when I was in high school. I'm going to out myself on this. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> Do you know what story I'm going to... Uh, this is probably when I got in the most trouble exactly. ever. Exactly. And you never got in trouble. I, I was a good kid. You were a perfect kid. You were a little bit high maintenance, but you were good. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Okay, so the story that's it's known in our family, it's known as the Piedmont story. Yep. And that was in my notes. It too. was in your notes? I did. I so put down Piedmont, 16 years old, her <laughs> ride with her friends. <laughs> So the story, so I'll tell the story really quickly. So I'd gone to a football game with my brother, Ashley, his little brother, Brandon Marbit. Actually, I probably shouldn't say last names just to protect his little the friend, innocent. you said brother. Oh, friend. his friend, his yeah. friend, Brandon Marbit. Yeah. yeah. So we'd all gone to a football game and we were leaving to come back home and we always would go. That's kind of how we did it in Jacksonville is we'd go to a football game and then we'd go to Pizza Hut. It used to be McDonald's and it morphed to Pizza Hut and we would go to... Um, Pizza Hut after the game. So we're heading back to heading back to Jacksonville because it was an away game and I was wanting to go up to Pizza Hut. Well, Ashley wanted to go to Pizza Hut and it's like I'd already taken him to a football game. I did not want him to come along with me to Pizza Hut. And I this is the part that I have no reason to lie now. This is the part that I still like <laughs> stand on. I truly was planning on going to Pizza Hut, nowhere else. That Like, that was the plan to go to Pizza Hut. So I dropped Ashley off at home, and I went on to Pizza Hut. Well, he starts whining. Oh, he was crying. He's upset. He's like, I want pizza. I want pizza. So you call and order him pizza, and you're going to come pick it up. Well, in the meantime, I am at Pizza Hut, and my girlfriend, Melissa, like this guy in Piedmont. And so... Jacksonville and Piedmont's 30 minutes, 35 minutes, maybe 40 minutes away from one another. And so Melissa wanted to go see this guy that she liked in Piedmont. So at so we're all there and she's like, hey, let's ride to Piedmont. And there were a couple other football players, some friends of ours. And so we all decided to jump in my car and go to Piedmont. So we go to Piedmont. We're driving around looking for this guy that Melissa likes. And again, I won't say last names or names of the guy to protect the innocent. <laughs> and so I'll never forget it. I'm sitting at the red light to turn left to go back down Jacksonville Piedmont Highway to head back home. And all of a sudden I see mom and Jerry, which Jerry's my stepdad who essentially raised me. I see mom and Jerry. I'm going to turn left and they're turning uh, they're turning right and they're 200 SX, like I'll never forget it. So I had one of those freak out moments mm. where it's like, oh, crud, what do I do? What do I do? And in my 16, 17 year old stupid brain, I say to myself, I'll just hightail it back. And then I'll get back to Pizza Hut. And then I was just convinced that I was going to tell you that it really wasn't me, that you just thought you saw me. And we straight up made eye contact. Oh, like yes. when I turned, we made eye contact. We saw each other so clearly. I am flying down Jacksonville Piedmont Highway. I mean, Melissa's in the driver. Actually, she might have been, there might have been two people in the passenger oh, seat. Don't do this, kids. And probably had three or four people in the back. Like my car was were packed. packed we were. Starting. So I am flying down Jacksonville. Jacksonville Piedmont Highway trying to get back to Pizza Hut. And I look at Jerry and I said, oh, no, she just didn't do that, did she? Oh, no. And y'all, listen, y'all call up with me. Oh, I told He's you. He's honking on. the horn, flashing the lights. And it's just one of those. It's like, I'm toast. Like, I'm already, I'm in trouble. So here's my favorite part. Now, it wasn't then. So we pull off the side of the road and... 
you come up to my window, you tap on the window. I don't know why I didn't just roll it down. You tap on the window, tap, 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 tap. I roll it down. I'm like, hey, hi. And I'll never forget. This was this was the first thing out of your mouth. So who's your friend? <laughs> well, I start naming them like an idiot. I start going, well, you know, Melissa, and this is Mike. And you're, you, did, you didn't know more. You didn't care exactly. who was in the car. Oh, I, it was just, you all were I like, could see was people. people. And you were like, you get home right now. Exactly. And so I, I mean, I probably had diarrhea the rest of the way home. But I got back, dropped everybody off at Pizza Hut. Got home. Um, I think I was on restriction for like a month. But oh, that has been, that has become the Piedmont story exactly. where I tried to outrun y'all. I know. And that that's what I think I got maddest about. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I was mad that y'all were, y'all had done that. Yeah. But the maddest was that you were trying to outrun me. And I yeah. Thought, oh, no, she is not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is hilarious. That is because funny. Because honestly, mm-hmm. you never got in trouble. Mm. You were a good kid. So, Mom, when were you diagnosed with MS? Um, ten years ago now. Has it been ten years? I would have said eight. Mm, ten. So let's go back to that summer because you were in the hospital and <clears throat> um, they first thought it was, uh, you know, they didn't know if you were having a stroke. They did. I mean, they, they just, they ran tests on you. You were in there for a good month just trying to figure out what. The whole month of August. Yeah. So I can remember sitting by your bedside and the doctor coming in when he'd figured it out. And mm-hmm. it was it was just a hard day because, I mean, we'd heard of MS, multiple sclerosis, we but we just it, didn't know what it was. So about it. what what would you say in this is kind of a broad question? But what do you feel like you've learned about the Lord in the last 10 or 11 years, like since you've had MS. Like, is there something that comes to mind? Well, um, I have not that I've learned about the Lord, but before what I say he, anything yeah. real serious, before yeah. I get down to the serious part, uh-huh. MS has made me funny. <laughs> it has. <laughs> also, because you just say it, don't you think, think that could be age too, though? Well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. I, can, I can blame it on roots, yeah, or MS, or age. I've yeah. got uh, a slew of excuses. Yeah. Anyway, but seriously, I think what I've what the Lord has taught me mm-hmm. is to have even more of a perspective on things. Mm. You know, where I didn't, I just had my run of the mill thoughts about stuff. You yeah. Know? Or I'd say something and not give it a lot of thought, mm-hmm. but um, I do feel like He has. Um, change my perspective on things. Yeah. And I know that I've gotten closer to the Lord yeah. because of it. Yeah. But um, I think, too, um, it's taught me more patience mm-hmm. and how important it is to treat other people. Because mm-hmm. I go for a, a treatment mm-hmm. uh, infusion once a month, mm-hmm. and there the room is always full, the infusion room yeah. of different people. And there's uh, <clears throat> so many autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. and and mine is one of the lesser evils i mean there are some there that um have so much worse than what i do mm-hmm. and um can you remember the lady that was next to me in the hospital her name was gwen yeah and i remember telling bill this mm-hmm. when y'all called me one time and um uh, i said 
he asked me about MS too. But anyway, I, she, I remember her asking if she could pray with me one mm-hmm. day. And I said, sure. And I can remember her think, thanking hmm. God for my MS. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling Bill, mm-hmm. she thanked God for my MS, Bill. Mm-hmm. I, that to me just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But... I've come to know, and and it's in the Bible, to mm-hmm. be thankful mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. And that means... Everything. Everything, good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to... Um, I didn't know how to digest that. Yeah. But I can say now that I am thankful hmm. because it it has... Well, you know, the song we sang in church Sunday was mm-hmm. uh, that song... Um, let me think... Um, I love that she has notes. I wish you could see this. She has notes that she... I love this. <laughs> we sang that song, What the uh-huh. Devil Meant for Evil. evil. Mm-hmm. Lord turned it in for good. good. And we have had some good out of this mm-hmm. MS, have we not? Mm-hmm. We have. You know, it's not a fun mm-hmm. thing to have, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't give it up now for anything. Really? I really wouldn't. If, if the Lord said, Cindy, I'll take you back 10 years. Uh-huh. Wow. And let you have the life you had mm. without the MS. And, and and I just wouldn't do it because wow. I am closer to the Lord now. Mm. And I, I think I know without a doubt that this just proves that um, you can handle more than you think you can. Yeah. And I just love that song because it, it, it's it. And the MS has been good because I have um, grown closer. And like I was saying, when when she thanked me, uh, mm-hmm. prayed for, you know. Yeah, thanked him for it. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. thought that is, um, that took me a while to, mm-hmm. to process that and, and know that. Um, I think I think what you're trying to say, and you and I have talked about before, is I think God is more interested in healing our hearts than our bodies. Right. And I right. feel like there's just been a, a, a healing of your heart. Right. In these last 10 years. Right, right, right. Can we go back and talk about early on, though? Just talk about, because you were a single mom. Yes. For a long time. Yes. And I mean, and just to give people a little bit window into our world, you were married to my dad, who was an alcoholic. And, you know, we're not here to, you know, m- my dad had demons of his own and I've been very forthright in talking about how he battled alcoholism and drug abuse and he passed away in jail and I was seven years old when you and my dad divorced and you were a single mom for a long long time what would you say to single moms who might be listening because it's tough it's a tough road I can remember and I, I think so many times when you have kids, you want your kids to understand what you're walking through, but it's not until you become a parent yourself, because I think I had more, I know I did, I had more of an appreciation for you when I'm doing it with my two. It's like, wow, I'm doing this, this is hard, and mom did it by herself. Yeah, because you had Pete. I had Pete. And Pete, it was amazing. Great. So what would you, what, what would you say to single moms who might be listening, like what kind of encouragement would you give them well, that there is there is light at the end of the tunnel and or would you tell them to because I think so many times we try to just get through the day and then the years just click off. Is there anything that you would say to well, young moms and young dads? Not too, to do single? it my way for sure. <laughs> you did a lot of things right and I know Well, I did I know you have some regrets, but you did a lot of things right. But um I would say stay in church, even mm-hmm. though it's hard you know, but stay with the Lord and, and lean on him more. I didn't do that, and I, I regret that. But, yes, lean and um, and 
lean on the community. If you have um, a support group, Mm -hmm. lean on them. Mm-hmm. Ask for help, and I had a hard time with that because I had a great mom and dad, and they gave me the great foundation mm-hmm. and, and biblical foundation, mm-hmm. and um, the support team. Look for a support team to help you. Yeah, and, stay. and just lean on the Lord more and more. What you know, I I didn't because I was thinking I, I knew everything, mm-hmm. and I just was going to do it all by myself and just show them. Yeah, you know, well, that, my attitude was. I need an attitude adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Poor thing. You do. I just didn't realize that my words and my actions meant so much to God that he really, he watches us. Not that he's a hawk watching over mm-hmm. us, but, you know, he takes note. That's what I'm try- mm-hmm. I was trying to say, of how we treat people mm-hmm. and the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is my favorite study by Beth Moore mm-hmm. and yeah. I, don't, I yeah. got it from you but it mm-hmm. was so good so good and and that you know we were never taught so much as I've learned lately is how much God loves us mm-hmm. I had a hard time with that one to to think because I didn't love me mm-hmm. you know for a long time or I didn't think I did but mm-hmm. I like me pretty good now <laughs> I do, I do. But you know that he he can love me. You know, even though I I've strayed from him and more than mm-hmm. once. But anyway, um, I don't know where I was going. No, with it's this. all. I'm this sorry. Is good. No, this is all good. <laughs> I've this lost my train of thought. No, but that is, and I, you know, and just to to kind of round it out is, I think it all ties together because, as you said a little bit earlier, if if. God came to you and said, I'll take the MS back if you can have your old life back. And you say, absolutely not. I think Mm -hmm. it all ties together because I think there are things that he has taught you in this journey, this last 10, 11 year year journey that you would not have learned without the MS. Right, right. And I think, I think seeing... Because obviously when you're in relationship with your parents and, you know, Haley and Abby see this in me, we all see it one another. You see what our battles become. And I do think for a long time you were probably harder on yourself that you than you needed to be. Um, and I just and I, I can just remember thinking that after we got the diagnosis is that I felt like the Lord whispered that to me is that he was going to heal your heart and he did he mm-hmm. did and we have made such fun of it haven't we oh gosh oh, absolutely carmen can make anything funny <laughs> i mean you find funny in everything well, the do thing you about, not yes well first of all you have to understand this about my mom she wobbles when she walks and it's not because <laughs> she looks pregnant she's just off balance you don't have balance because of the ms right she, she the first thing she said in the hospital is I will not get a cane I, because he tried to get you a cane. And yep. she's like, I do not. I don't have to. I'm not getting it. <laughs> Here she just gets the diagnosis. First question or the first thing out of her mouth is, is it catching? Basically, she wanted to know, you know, where Ab, uh, Ashley and I going to get it. And then the second thing is, is she was like, I am not. Don't do not make me walk with cane. I'm not walking <laughs> with cane. So you had been in the hospital for probably a month or two. You'd finally gotten out of the hospital. We just wanted to go be normal. I remember just craving normal. And we'd gone to the mall. We'd we had learned our new normal. The new, that's <laughs> right. And we'd gone to CPK, California Pizza Kitchen. 
and there was something you wanted to look at upstairs and there was no elevator around. So the only <laughs> option was the escalator. <laughs> and here I am trying to picture carrying a wobbly grown woman Get her on the escalator. I don't think I had. Usually we have Haley and Abby with us so I can say, okay, someone take the front, someone mm. take the back. But it's just, but it's you, just and you and me. And me. Exactly. So we're trying to get up this escalator. And from all <laughs> outward appearances, I know people are looking around and going, she's having to carry that woman away from happy hour. Like she has. <laughs> we, they just she's walked had, out of yeah, a bar she's somewhere. She's had a happy two hours <laughs> and she's having to carry her to her car. And it's, you know, so, but we have, we have, we laughed, have laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Like I said, MS made me funny. Yeah. I never knew well, I was no, so funny. You've always been funny. You've always been funny. <laughs> so talk to me about your grandbabies. Oh my gosh. Let's go through each one. Haley, talk about Haley. Haley, oh my gosh. Honestly, I think I told you when you had her, I said, she's mine. You may have had her, but she's mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's how grandmothers feel. And I know grandmothers will relate to this. You do feel like they're yours. Mm -hmm. And I had to keep reminding myself that I'm just a grandmama. I can't be mama and grandmama Mm -hmm. and, and not... Because I wanted so much to tell you how to do everything, but I had to refrain from that. But mm-hmm. yeah, Haley was such a sweet baby. Oh my gosh, she was always well behaved, just like you were. Mm-hmm. You were always so well behaved, and um, just a good, good baby. And uh, I would come and get her, mm-hmm. and she'd stay with me. Mm-hmm. I would even call in work. And, and lie to them. Oh, God. I'd say, I, I'm sick. I'm not coming in. Sick I think I'm live with my grandbaby. <laughs> and I remember one time I had Haley in the little swing, mm-hmm. you know, the little swing, mm-hmm. and she um, had woken up, and I was on the phone with work, mm-hmm. and she started crying. And I thought, oh, Lord, please don't let her, let them hear her. Yeah. I'm sick, guys. I'm not coming in today. And it wasn't like you had cell phone back then where you could walk outside. Oh, no. It was a landline. Yeah. yeah. So one thing that we haven't hit on, this is a huge part of our story, is that I came walking down the hallway to your bedroom when I was 19, almost 20, and you were 37. Would you have been 37, I was 37 when Haley was born, probably 36. Six, yeah. Talk about what that was like when your daughter comes to you and she's not married and she says, I'm going to have a baby. Well... To be honest, part of me was a little excited because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I love babies and yeah. I thought, oh, a baby, a baby. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, oh, dear Lord, what? I have failed her somewhere. And, um, but it was like, I don't know. I just had a calmness, like mm-hmm. everything's going to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember being that upset. Yeah. I really wasn't. Yeah. Or, or do you remember something I don't different? remember you being upset. Mm-mm. I don't think I was. And I, I'm, I know uh, Jerry and I just said, it's going to work out some way or somehow, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I think one thing, Mother, I think one of the things that we can testify to is that God is faithful. Oh, he sustained us for years and Through years. Through so much. And I never thanked him enough. And I think one thing about our story is I can remember, you know, with my dad being an alcoholic, I can remember talking for the longest time and saying, yeah, my dad's an alcoholic. It kind of rolled off my tongue almost to where, you know, I, I guess I always had this image in my mind that everyone has their hardship or everyone has their, their 
thing that they have to carry like, their testimony. Like and that was my, yeah, exactly. That That's a great way to say it. And then that, that was my story. Right. That I had an alcoholic father. And then I get pregnant at 19, almost 20. And then for the longest time, I thought, okay, this is my testimony. This is my story. And I'll never forget leaving the hospital, coming over the bridge at the top of the bridge. And it was a Mike's chair song, let the waters rise. If you want them to, I will follow you. I will follow you. And I just remember being at the top of the bridge and just thinking about, or for the first time ever, I had the impression our whole life is a testimony. It doesn't like, it's not like you have a testimony and then that's in the rear view mirror and then you go on with life. Our lives never stop being a testimony. And that was just the next chapter in our lives. Right. And with my dad and you having to leave for our safety and with me coming to you at 19 years old and saying, I'm going to have baby. And, you know, with Pete and I going through marital problems and with you having MS, every single time God has been faithful. He has. He's he been is. he has been in the, the middle. And I get a lot from you. Like a lot of my really? personality is from you. <laughs> I mean, how many times do I argue with the Lord? I get that, you know, we wrestle that out together. Um, we definitely are strong willed and yeah. wanna do it our own way, but we're super resourceful. You're one of the most resourceful people. You were always growing up. You were always resourceful. You made well, it. I'm glad you, I'm glad you think that. Cause I, I would have never said that. And I wasn't a half empty glass person. No, I? Mm-hmm. I don't remember being that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was half, I was always half full. But and I feel like I'm two thirds yeah. at least now. Yeah. <laughs> two thirds. But I you're, or three fourths. But you know what, Mom? Your love for the Lord is always shown through. Like even when you've argued with him, I think I get this from you too. Like we argue with the Lord a lot. But at the end of the day, we know that he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, there's nowhere else we want to be except with him. Right. Oh, I don't want to live a day without him. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Well, we other, need to go back to our grandbabies. Yeah. Right? Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, because I got sidetracked. Yeah. On let me let me talk so about Abby. Abby. Okay. Oh my Abby. goodness. Let me talk about little Abby a little bit. Oh my gosh. Um, I remember uh, the day we were. I came over and got Haley, and I said it's time for Sissy to be born, and. Oh, my gosh, the girl started tearing up. I thought we were going to have a big blowout before we ever got to the the hospital. But anyway, we both kind of teared Mm -hmm. up and cried a little bit. And I said, we were so excited, so Mm -hmm. excited. And then we got down there, and and Pete says, let's go look at the nursery. So we went, and you were upset with us because we left, and you had her while we were gone. Yeah, I threw Abby up. That's a whole story. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you tell it. (laughs) They OD'd me with with the... medicine and I got nauseated so anyway so you get you get there y'all go see her and oh Haley and I both were just so excited to see her and uh, loved loved on her so much loved on her so much but she was a little spitfire Mm -hmm. (laughs) she 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 has a lot of your personality Mm -hmm. excuse me where Haley has a lot of Pete's personality Mm -hmm. and y'all used to call her crabby abby <laughs> used to make me so mad i thought you cannot talk about one of my grandbabies like that <laughs> because she was she was a little on the high maintenance side too yeah she was <laughs> crabby abby and abster the monster <laughs> and you're like stop calling her that she's almost two she's gonna think that's her name exactly exactly 
And then Jack. Oh, my goodness. We waited a long time for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ashley and Andrew had been married for Lord long Hammer, time. Long time. Yeah. And uh, I used to ask ever so often, are y'all ever going to have kids? And finally, Ashley says, we're just fine without kids. We're okay. And I said, okay, then I'm not going to ask you anymore. Mm-hmm. And then when he called and told me that Andrew was pregnant i was squealing mm. i was squealing on that phone i mean goodness gracious mm-hmm. i thought you know the girls were all are gonna have and um anyway um he has been such a blessing he's, he's a so sweet cute. kid he really is he's so and sweet. smart yeah. oh my gosh the boy's smarter, smarter than the girls were <laughs> no no i don't know about that but certainly smarter than me no he is super but, smart did i tell you did i ever tell you about the time i entered you into a this is probably where we got you your love of hot dogs. Uh, oh, I don't. I, I am. I didn't tell you the last time I've had a hot dog. I know, but, but I did. You I did earlier. I know I'm jumping around. No, that's okay. But welcome to a conversation with my mom. <laughs> this is it, girls. My girls are actually in the room. Is this not how a conversation goes? We'll be talking about something, and <laughs> and, and my mind goes somewhere. Okay, so we're talking but, about how smart Jack was. Back to the hot dogs. But anyway, I put you in a, <laughs> in a beauty contest when you were about eight, nine years old. Okay, you remember? that no. you don't remember that no oh my gosh in the first one of the questions was what's your favorite meal uh-huh. you, and you said hot dogs and popcorn <laughs> and i thought oh my gosh i don't think that's how i feed this kid it's hot dogs but anyway i said hot dogs and popcorn you did i was almost embarrassed what else what other oh i don't know sweetheart um this is good we got a lot of pieces we can piece together but i want to get i want to do a few more Go ahead. Celebrating you. No, I didn't want it to be. No, I didn't want to be at 45 minutes of of all. Well, I hadn't told about how smart you were. Well, I don't. We don't need. I'm not smart. <laughs> and how quick you were. You started walking at nine months. We don't need that either. You know, you don't need that. No. And how your hair wouldn't grow. Well, you can talk about that. You look like George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, a little, a little twig grow right here in the base of your hair. What do you call that? Um, Rat's tail. But you had a little like hair a mold, here. A mold, balled up here. Balled up here. And, and I said, you, people used to mistake you for a little boy sometimes. <laughs> used to make me mad. Everything made me mad. <laughs> Hadn't I lost my temper? Yeah, you don't have a temper anymore. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like to, I've never heard I used some... to say, uh, yeah, your hair grew to snail space. So mm-hmm. I, I said, she's she looking okay, like George what Washington. what other fun facts? <laughs> <So> <laughs> Do oh, what? My, what other fun facts you got there? Oh, about you? Let me see. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you were so, you you really were a smart kid, a good kid, smart kid. Uh, let me see. Easy going. You started sleeping all night at four weeks old. Four weeks? Yes. You were such a perfect little. Hmm. You walked at nine months. Oh, I didn't tell you about the speeding ticket I got the other day. Or you, I almost got a speeding ticket. You almost got a speeding ticket? I t- almost got You a, do not need to be speeding. I know. Isn't that crazy? I think I, I've uh, told you all my notes. Okay. No, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I got That's through fine. them all. I, I am very proud of you. Did I tell you I did the um, next steps at church? Oh, you did? I okay. Did. I, I went through the next steps and what that is. You, well, you know, uh-huh. yeah. it's... um. um Introducing the church and, and the foundation mm-hmm. of the church and, and the um, different ministries that yeah. the church offers. Mm-hmm. So you take a little personality yeah. 
thing, uh-huh. and my my strong suit was helps. Uh, well, Can, I could have told you. I that. know. Yeah. I, well, I thought about yeah. you. I thought well, like, Carmen has told me that before. Yeah. But what that meant was I was going to be good wherever. Oh, that's awesome. In any of it, you, you gonna know. do the coffee service? No, and I'm not doing the uh, parking either. Yeah. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care to stand out gonna, there in the parking lot. Yeah. What do you? What are you? Gonna I'm going to do? do the babies. Oh, the babies, of course. That's Keep, awesome. Keeping the babies. You do love the babies. I do. I love the babies. You love the babies and you love you love elderly people. I do. You now, love- that's probably where I miss my calling. Yeah. I should have, because I worked in a nursing home yeah. one time. Yeah. You, growing up, you worked two jobs. Yeah, I did. I mm-hmm. worked in the nursing home and then worked at a sewing plant mm-hmm. and did the payroll. But in the nursing home, I, I um, served breakfast and I took. Uh, the trays to the different rooms but Mm -hmm. yeah i i do i love the old people i Mm -hmm. really do Mm -hmm. and the babies for sure so mom this has been really special just to get to sit and talk to you i just don't know how many moms and daughters have a chance i think that there are times in life where god just gives you that a marker moment like a stake in the ground Um, and i think today will always be a marker moment for us because how many moms and daughters get to sit on a couch and just and celebrate have, each and, other? Yeah, and just have a conversation, exactly. and Have it be recorded um, that we'll have for always. Exactly. So exactly. I know that it was not easy being a single mom, working two jobs, living where we lived with government assistance. Um, I know I've told you before, but I just want to say it again. Thank you for the way that you raised us thank you for the sacrifice thank you for loving us thank you for showing jesus to me you showed me jesus you were the first one that showed me jesus yep so i love you and i'm glad that. and you've just turned out so beautifully in spite of me (laughs) i love it i love it love Mm. it love it but you're welcome sweetheart i love you i love you Oh, isn't she the best? Oh my gosh, I love her so much. She truly is so fun to be with. She's a beautiful woman of faith and loves Jesus so much. If I could sum up my mom in a few words, it would be love, laughter, and lightheartedness. What a gift. I also want to say thanks to you, the listener, for being a safe place for us to share some really personal parts of our stories. And lastly, a huge thanks to my friends, Mike and Sam, for letting me use Let the Waters Rise. That was a really special song when my mom was diagnosed and my all-time favorite song of theirs. Okay, that's it for this episode. I'll see you back here next week.